Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We're going to pick up in the book of Romans in chapter 8, verse 8. It says, So they, so then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. What does it take to please God? Well, right here, we're given at least one example. Those that are in the flesh cannot please God. And of course, if you were to read the book of Galatians chapter 5 from verse 17 onward, not only do we find that the flesh and the spirit are contrary to one another, and there is a war uh, taking place, uh, the soul also is at war with the flesh. So that means that we have to understand that the flesh cannot please God at all. There, there's nothing it can do to please God. So if something is going to please God, it's going to come from something other than the flesh itself. That means it's going to have to come from the inner man, the, the, the spirit, the inward man. It's going to have to come from the spirit of God in us. And it's going to have to come through a soul that has been renewed and transformed. So when we consider the flesh, many times we think of uh, what people would call maybe mortal sins, uh, those sins that are, are extra heavy duty and, well, you know, we have to stay away from those. But in reality, if you stop and think about it, just simply not believing God, trusting God, obeying God, uh, trusting or believing His Word, uh, rebelling against the will of God, refusing to do what God says in His Word, all of these things all fall into the category of where the flesh is not going to be able to please God because it's not going to be able to do the things that God has required of us. Therefore, it is going to be impossible to not only walk and live in the flesh and try to please God, it's going to be impossible completely to please God Simply because we are in the flesh. Remember, the flesh has already been condemned. The flesh has already been, uh, if we're a believer with Christ, has already been crucified jointly with him. When Christ went to the cross, our old nature, our old man went with him. Therefore, the body of sin that is left, or the body known as the flesh, the only thing it can be done is that it can become a slave to the servant of the soul and obedient to our spirit to fulfill and accomplish the will of God. Now, there is another scripture in Hebrews eleven six. Basically says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. In other words, there is no possible way to please God without faith. Well, if we're walking in the flesh, that means we're not walking in the Spirit. To walk a life in the Spirit means to walk a life of faith. The just shall live by faith. That means that we are having to live out our life by faith in God. And that's exactly what Paul said in the book of Galatians in chapter 2 in uh, uh, verse number 20 when he talks about he no longer lives, but it's Christ that lives in him. 
and the life that he is now living, he is living actually by the faith of the Son of God. The scripture itself actually reads in this very manner. It says, <clears throat> I am crucified with Christ. Who is the I? He's talking about the old life, the old man, the flesh. But yet he says, I live. Who is living? The inward man, the new man, the one created in righteousness, the one created in the image of Jesus himself that is renewed every single day and that is changed from glory to glory. So I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. See, I am crucified. I live. So the crucified one is the, the flesh, the old nature. And I live is the new nature, the new man. He says, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live, the I now live, he says, in the flesh. I live a new life now in the flesh. Not that the flesh has been changed or transformed. But there is a new life inside of me that now has been able to take hold of me and bring the flesh totally and 100% into subjection because it is considered dead, but yet considered also alive because of newness in spirit. Alive in the sense that now it is infused with the power of God to be able to work out the will of God. So he says, it says, I now live in the flesh, the life that I now live. I live by the faith. See, you have one, two, three, four, five eyes that he says. And then he has the me parts. I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. So in order to live out our life in this flesh, it's going to require faith. And which the Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. But it's also impossible to walk a life of faith without walking in faith. So it says, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Not only do I live by his faith and walk by his faith. But it's not even my faith. It's his faith in me. So let's go through it again. Hebrews eleven six. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So if it's impossible to please God... Without faith, it is impossible without faith to please him. Then that means that one of the one of the major factors in the life of the believer is to learn to walk in faith. To learn to walk in faith is also the same thing as to learn to walk in the spirit. Because we're going to have to trust the spirit of God. He who is invisible to our naked eye. He who is a person that dwells within us. He who has been sent on the behalf of Christ Jesus to represent him. He is now the one that is to guide, to teach, to lead, to help, to intercede, to be an advocate, 
and all of these things in our lives. So we have to believe that he is. He is who the word of God says he is. He is the one that expressively imparts the life of the Father, the life of Jesus in us. He is responsible to reward us because we diligently seek him. So we must believe that God not only is, but we must believe that he will reward us. So there you have it in a little nutshell, that without faith it's impossible to please God, and walking in the flesh cannot please God. It says in Romans 14, 23, and he that doubteth, and this, this section is here is talking about those that, that uh, are eating certain uh, foods and meats and drinks and stuff uh, according to the Jewish customs and, and traditions and the law uh, that had been handed down by Moses. It says, he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eats not of faith, for whatsoever is not of Faith is sin. Now, we have just looked at three scriptures. We have looked at Romans 14.23. We have looked at Hebrews 11.6. And, at, uh, uh, and Romans uh, 8 verse 8. In all of these scriptures, it talks about the importance of pleasing God. And pleasing God is going to require us to walk in the Spirit. It's going to require us to walk in faith. We don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. Faith is the substance of things that we have to hope for. It's the evidence of things that we have not seen. That means we are looking at the eternal abiding word of God. His word is the absolute in the universe as far as truth is concerned, what God has said in his word can be totally trusted and depended upon. But see, if we doubt even what we eat, when we eat, it says, for whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So even, even in certain foods that we eat, sometimes people can condemn themselves because they don't do it as an act of faith. Now, it says in Romans 4, 17, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, talking about Abraham, before him whom he believed. Abraham believed God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which are not as though they were. God calls those things that aren't visibly present in our eyesight. He calls them as though they already were, even though they're not. He called Abraham the father of many nations, yet he did not even have a son. But yet he was going to be the father of many nations. And he continued to have children way up into the old, old age. Now the scripture says, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 13, concerning faith, 
walking in the spirit and not walking according to the flesh. I give thee charge in the sight of God who quickeneth, that means who makes alive, all things and before Christ Jesus, who before Pilate witnessed a good confession. In other words, Jesus maintained his faith and his trust in God even though he was standing before Pilate being judged and being condemned to the cross. And yet he maintained his trust in God and we know he maintained his trust in God by what came out of his mouth. So consider this today. That if we walk in the flesh, we're never going to be able to please God. Never. Absolute. Never. So we need to walk in the Spirit. If we walk in the Spirit, then we understand that we're going to have to do it by faith. Not only are we going to have to trust God's Word, we're going to have to trust the Spirit of God as He guides us and leads us. He will not lead us into error. He was sent to lead us only into truth. We have got to come believing that God is. He is who the scripture says he is. And we also have to believe that he will reward those that diligently seek him. We must consider that we cannot afford to doubt whatsoever. Because if it's not a faith, then it is sin. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly and fully bless you. Keep looking up. Our Redeemer and redemption draweth near, ever so near. The Lord richly and fully bless you this day. In Jesus' name, amen.